Thanks for joining us at Faith. We hope the message you're about to hear encourages your day and draws you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to join us for service or find out more about the church, visit faith.church. That's faith.church. You know, we're, we are coming into a new year, and I, I really sense and believe that God has given me a, a perspective. He's, giving, he's, he's inviting us to see things a little differently. What I know about God and my, my limited journey with Him and what I see in the Scriptures is that God is a God that's always inviting us into something that's better than where we are. He's inviting us into something that either we, we are being, being transformed into, into something better, that we're being, being conformed into the image of Christ we're being invited into areas that, that maybe we were, we were timid in before, but he invites us to walk in boldness. He invites us to walk in power. He invites us to walk in, in a fresh anointing and fresh purpose. And I believe that God, that's what God has for us. But what God does is he, he, he never does anything alone. He created the universe, not alone. He created with, with there was the, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, God loves family and he loves to invite us into something that he is doing but he loves to invite us that we get to be a part there are there are what is called a step of faith that he invites us into it's all by grace it's not by works but there is some cooperation everybody said cooperation so there is what's called an alignment where I have a free will and I can choose to align myself with God's principles or I can choose not to right so in scripture, you see that as you align yourself with the ways of God, as you align yourself with the things of God, you begin to reap the benefits and the blessings of God. This is not about our salvation. That was, that was taken care of by, by God, by, through his son Jesus. We put our faith and then we are saved. Okay, great. But there are other principles within scripture that when you align yourself, you get to reap the benefits of it. And I want to share with you something that I believe God has wants to reveal to you today that's going to revolutionize your life. That's what I believe. I know it's a, that's big. But there is this principle in Scripture about the first things of our lives. And so what I believe God wants to show us today and how we can approach 2023 and begin to reap the benefits that God has in his word. It's a principle. So there are principles. Much of the scripture I'm gonna share is from the Old Testament. And so, it, but what this, this idea today is not about a, an Old Testament law, it's about a principle of God that remains all through scripture. So Romans 5.14 says, whatever was written in the former days, Paul speaking of the Old Testament, was written for our instructions. In other words, we can learn something from it. There's a principle here. And I believe that God wants to do something in our lives and in just a moment, bring us to a place to make some first fruit offerings to him from our life as a whole. And this principle throughout scripture is about bringing first your first fruits, the power of your firsts as you give them to God. I don't know if you've thought about this much or not, but there's this principle in scripture that when you give God your first, 
By doing that, it is a, it's, a, it's an alignment that he now blesses the rest. So you give God your first and he blesses the rest. And this principle is all throughout the scriptures. And many times we speak of this in connection with our, our offerings or our giving or our tithing. And it, and it does, it, it connects to that. But it is so much more that I believe God wants to speak to you today and to me. And then in just a moment, we're gonna invite the Holy Spirit to evaluate our lives and give us a, a time to respond to him so that you can walk into 2023 in alignment with what God has for your life. And this, the power of your first, or this idea that's called first fruits, everybody say first fruits. So when I think of that, I think of a basket of fruit. But this is, it's a, it's a much deeper principle. So in, uh, in Leviticus 23, it says, when you come into the land, now this is God, speaking to the children of Israel who were coming into the land. They were coming to their inheritance. And I'm gonna move quick through this, so I'm gonna skip some things and maybe some context, but you'll get it. When you come into the land which I give to you and reap its harvest, then you shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. So I want you to remember these are the people of God. They've come into the land. This is God, he's chosen Abraham, after the nations rejected God in Genesis 11 at the Tower of Babel, God says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take for myself my own people. He takes Abraham. He makes a, a people out of Abraham. He brings them to a land. They are God's people. He had led them out of Egypt, out of slavery. They are God's people. And so he says, I'm taking you to a land, your promised land. He says, when you come into the land, and you plant and you reap its harvest, I want you to bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest. I want you to bring that to me. I want you to bring it to the priest. I want you to bring it to the to church. I want you to bring it and give it to me. And so God gave these instructions to them that when you come into the land that I give you, that I've saved you, I've saved you from Egypt, I bring you to this place, I want you to give me the first fruits. I want you to give me an offering of first. So this, this principle of first fruits is this idea. If you, have a, if you have a sheep, the sheep has a lamb. It's its first lamb. You take that lamb and you give it to God. Now, giving your first is hard. Do you know why? because you don't know if you're gonna have a second. You don't know if, if there's gonna be two or three. And so reasonably you think, well, how about this, God? How about I give you my third one? Because that first one, it's, it's my first. I, I don't know what else I'm gonna have. And God says, exactly. And so there's this principle, you think, well, is God being mean? No, 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 he's not being mean. He's actually, this is a principle that was, that he has given us that is, that commands his blessing on the rest. So God says, sees it this way. If you give me your first, then I will bless the rest. If you give me your first, then I will bless the rest. Come on, say that with me. If you give me your first, then I will bless the rest. It's a biblical principle. It's the ways of God. 
Now the kingdom of God is upside down. So the kingdom of God is you, you, get, to, you get to keep what you give away. Well, that doesn't make any sense, right? It's God's kingdom. And so this idea of first is all throughout the scriptures. And so God wasn't demanding first fruits to be mean. He wasn't demanding first fruits to be an inconvenience. He wasn't demanding first fruits to, to, to make us uncomfortable. No, this is, this is God's heart is he was, he was requesting first fruits so that he can bless the rest of your house. It was an act of faith that showed that they trusted God. So he invited people to take a step of faith that showed that they trusted God enough to provide and take care of their families. This is saying, hey God, I could consume this, but instead I'm gonna give the first to you and I'm trusting that you are gonna take care of the rest of my family. It was an act and step of faith. So the Israelites didn't see what God was asking them as, as a something, God taking something from them. I want, you, I want you to catch this for a moment. Most of us see God and his word and what he, what he asks for us to do in his word and what he guides us by his word is, is taking something from us. The Israelites didn't see it that way. They saw it, this first fruit principle, they saw it as an investment into the future. They saw it as something that, that aligns themselves with the character and nature of God. And they saw God as a good God. And so when God says this, hey, I want you to bring your first fruits and give it to me, they saw that this is a great opportunity because God is good and everything that God touches is blessed and everything that God has in his hands prospers. So God has just given me a pathway, a plan that I can align myself with him. And when I'm aligned with him, I get him and I get all that he is. I get his character, I get his provision, I get who he is, I get his peace. Hey, this is a great idea. Let's bring our first fruits unto God because they saw it as God's alignment for their lives to be blessed. Much, much of what we see in scripture, we think God's demanding and taking, but that's not the heart of God. God wasn't demanding, he wasn't taking. And what God was doing is he wanted them to take a step of faith and to bring their first fruits to him so that he could bless everything that came after. So Proverbs 3, speaking of this principle of first fruits, everybody say first fruits, says honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of your increase, okay? But here's the deal. God doesn't instruct us to do things without also revealing that there is a blessing that comes from it. The scripture goes on to say, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. So honor the Lord with the first fruits. So, everybody say so. Your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Now listen, I am not a prosperity preacher, teacher. I don't, I don't think that God wants everybody to be millionaires. That'd be great, but I don't think that's just the way it is. 
Everybody goes, I'll take that in Jesus' name. Thank you. Hallelujah. But listen, I do believe there are biblical principles that when you align yourself with them, you reap the benefit of the faithfulness of God. You reap the benefit of the faithfulness of God. Sometimes you see it manifested and you go, wow. And sometimes you may not see it until heaven. I don't, I don't, I don't know how all that works. But what I do know is that there are promises and principles that if you align yourself with God, give him your first, that there is this idea that your barns will be filled with plenty and your, and your vats will overflow with new wine. So we often speak of the first fruits from a tithing perspective. But what tithing means is a tenth. Now, your tithe and your first fruit can be the same thing. It can be. So as you give, as, the, as you get paid and you give your first 10%, it's also my first fruit. That's what I do. I give it, it's my first fruit. And so what that means is I want you to look at the children of Israel. God didn't say, give me your harvest after you've evaluated if you have enough for you. Now this isn't about money today. So you can sit back down. It's okay, just stay here, stay here. God, God doesn't say, hey, once you count your sheep and my provision for you, if you evaluate and you have enough, then I want you to bring me something from that. No, no, God does it opposite. He says, the first, I want the first. I'm instructing you bring me the first. And it is the first that aligns us with God that we can receive the, the, the benefit of this, of the, um, uh, of the first fruit manifestation and blessing of that. So when it comes with tithing, how many know this? It doesn't make sense that you can afford to tithe. It does not. It does not. I can almost guarantee that every family person in this room that you did not start off saying, you know what, I'm gonna live off of 20, tithe 10 and save 10. Some of you did, because you're really disciplined. But as life happens, you come to a place where you, you're like, oh man, hmm. I, I, I like tithing and I, I wanna do that, but it doesn't make sense. And so the principle of first fruit is, I'm going to give it first as unto God before I evaluate if I got enough left for the rest of the month. That's the, that's the, that's the principle, why? Because from that, you then invite, you give God the first and God then blesses the rest. So this, this, this principle of first fruits, and I'm gonna land the plane in just a couple minutes because it's not, it's not about just about our finances, it's about our whole life. It's the first fruits of our whole life. So the first things, the first things that make up your life. So th think of all the different elements of your life, your marriage, your children, your time, your finances, your vocation, decisions you make about what you do and how you do it. 
There was a moment that all those have a first. There was a time that there was a, a first. So before you make a decision, what do you first do? Before you, before you wake in the morning or, or walk in your marriage or walk in relationship, what is the first thing you do regarding that relationship? That is those, that's the first. Ezekiel 44, 30 says, the best of all fruit, excuse me, the best of all first fruits of any kind. Everybody say any kind. And every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifices shall be the priest. Also you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal to cause a blessing. Now look, why? To cause a blessing to the rest on your house. To cause a blessing to the rest of your house. So the best, now look at that, you have the best and you have the first. So you have the best and you have the first. You have the best and you have the first. So the offering of first fruits of your life is about before a decision is made, before a step is made, before you, you choose a direction, before all of that. You, that. That's the moment, that's the time, that's the pivotal place. You can go this way, go this way, make this decision, make that decision. And that's, that is, that's the best, that's the, before it's been tainted, before it's been used, before it's been, um, before it, it's, it's happened, you go, wait, 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 wait. God, I'm gonna give you the best and the first about whatever it is in my life. And what the first fruit offering says is God, I recognize I don't own anything in my life. The reason why Leviticus says that you're to bring the first fruits and not give, because you can't give what you don't own, but you can bring what God has entrusted you with. I want you to catch that. God knows that everything in our lives he's provided. God knows everything in our life that he has the air in our lungs, the heart beating in our chest, our salvation, his presence in us. Everything about our life is not, it wasn't, wasn't earned by us, it was given by God. And because it's been given by God, when we come to bring our, our, an offering to the Lord, we're not giving God what belongs to us. We're bringing a portion of what he's, what, of what already belongs to him. And again, this is a biblical principle that I, I don't want you to miss because I believe God has much for you this new year, much for us as a church. And it's the alignment of your life, giving God your first, that allows his purposes to flow in you and through you. This first fruit principle, idea, really matters to God. There's the the account of Cain and Abel in Genesis. And when you read through this passage, you see, oh, Cain brought an offering, Abel brought an offering. You're like, oh, I don't understand. Cain brought vegetables, Abel brought an animal or animals. 
And when you look at it at first glance, unless you understand this, unless you get this first principle or this first fruit principle, you think, I don't know what's, what's happening here. But I, with that in mind, the passage in Genesis 4 says, in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. And Abel also brought, now look, look at this, of the, of the what of his flock? Firstborn. And of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. Now listen, we live under the new covenant. So if you are in Christ, there is no curse of the law. There is no curse. Jesus bore in himself the curse of all mankind. So if we are in Christ, we're free from the curse, okay? God doesn't curse, but he does give us principles that if we align our life to, we reap the benefits of his provision. If you don't align yourself on some of these other areas, he doesn't curse you. That is, that's a lie from the devil. He doesn't curse you. But he does invite us to align our lives in a way that help us to receive all that he has for us as we trust him, as we walk with him. So there's a distinction between Cain and between Abel. And the distinction is one gave their first and best and one gave maybe another portion. It was, there was, one was a first fruit offering, one was not. And so in every area of our life, this principle of first fruits applies. Every area. And as I was preparing for this and believing that God wants to, wants to invite us to align our lives with him, I just thought, what if, what if we made a decision that every area of our life we want to align with God's purpose? What if every area of our life we wanted to bring a first fruit offering to God? What if every area of our life, before we made decisions, before we, we, we took a new job, before we bought a house, before we moved, before, before we did anything in our marriage with our children, that we said, Lord, I bring you a first fruit offering, a decision. I wanna do things your way. I wanna align myself with your word. I wanna align myself with your purposes. I wanna align myself with your principles. Lord, I want, to, I want to love my wife as Christ loved the church. And so Lord, before I, before I do anything, I want to bring you the first fruit of that decision, the first fruit of that emotion. Or maybe it's this idea of forgiveness that as we approach the new year, many of us are holding unforgiveness. We're holding hurts in our lives that we have, we have justified and we've shrouded in, in our own, nope, I, I deserve this, I'm protecting myself. But here's the reality. What if you were to bring the first fruits of that choice to hold on to actually say, first fruit of God, what do you want to do in my life? God, 
How can I align myself with you? I give you the first. The power of our first to God means this. We align ourselves with God and therefore we reap the benefits of God in all of our lives. This first fruits that we can give to God in 2023 is not, God, I, I, what do I feel? God, what do I think? God, this ain't fair. It's God, how can I, I give you the decisions of my life. I give you the surrendering of my life. I give you the choices of my life. You have first right of refusal on anything because I surrender myself. I, and every morning, it is a, it's a realigning of, God, I give you the first fruits. It's, it's the mindset when you wake in the morning, hey, God, this day belongs to you. I give you the first fruits of my life. It's the, it's the aligning of our, even our finances. God, this, this doesn't, this was, I'm a steward. so I give you the first fruits. And as we read back in Ezekiel, when you do that, it says, and if you do this, then you, you receive the blessing of the whole house. What have you started? Because marriage matters to God. What if you started 2023 with your spouse and you said, hey, let's surrender our marriage to God. Let's align our lives with him. Let's stop fighting each other and align ourselves with God and allow him to fight the devil for us. What if it was, hey, the beginning of this year, I'm gonna be a man of God in my home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to invite God into every space. I'm going to, God, give you the first. I'm gonna give you the, the first of my mind. I'm gonna give you the first of my heart. I'm gonna give you the first of my, of my sexuality. I'm gonna give you the first. In other words, God, you, I align myself with you. Your word and your spirit, that's what I want. I wanna do things the way you want to. Now, this is a sacrifice because it requires faith. It requires us to do something that we're, maybe we're not used to doing. This is, what it, well, this is also what it means. It means we have to trust that God is faithful. We have to trust that God's the God of his word. We have to trust that as I give unto him, that as I do that as an act of worship, then he's gonna be faithful to his word. And friends, I'm telling you, God is not a God that he should lie to you. He's not a God that he manipulates you to get something from you so then he can punish you. No, he's a God that invites us to align our lives with him. And he gives us the grace to actually do it. It's all by his grace. So this idea of first fruits, Romans 11 speaks of it. it says, for if the first fruit is holy, in other words, this is speaking about the root, speaking about the, the lump, speaking about if, if this is holy, if the first fruit's holy. So Jesus was the first fruit that was given by God. The first fruit is holy. Then the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. 
So in other words, if you give a first fruit to God, it allows his, the holiness of him, the, the, it sets aside, it's set aside for him. And when that's set aside, the content of what you've set aside, the rest of it becomes holy and blessed by God. So Jesus was God's first and God's best, wasn't he? And he represented all of mankind. And he was given as an offering, as a first fruit, as an offering, a sacrifice to make all of humanity holy. So the righteous, the first fruit who is righteous represents the rest of humanity. Jesus, fully man, fully God, comes representing all of humanity. So when the first fruit of Christ was given, sacrificed on the cross, raised from the dead, that humanity of Jesus represents all of us now. And because he is holy by our faith in him, now we can be holy. We are part of him. This is the idea of first fruits. Even God flows in line with his own word. Isn't that funny? It's how he works. It's a principle of God. First Corinthians 15, Paul mentions Christ as the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Jesus was God's first fruits, his one and only son. The best, the best that humanity had to offer was Jesus. And God gave Jesus, who was raised from the dead, up for us in the same way that we sacrifice the best we have for him. And when we do that, he then blesses everything else. I want you to receive this this year. It is, it, it, it can change your life. What if we made a decision that we're going to align our lives first with what God wants? There's this beautiful passage, Matthew 6. Jesus is talking about encouraging people, listen, don't worry. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry what you're going to wear. I mean, just beautiful pastor. You should read it. Anytime you have fear, read Matthew 6. Just allow that to, to, to wash over you. But he says this, don't, don't chase after all of that. Most of us are worried to death about what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear, how we're going to pay, how we're going to eat, or what we're going to eat. I mean, we, we run through all of this. But this is what Jesus said. And again, here's the principle first. Matthew 6, he says, but seek what? First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. What are these things? Well, he just listed them. What you can eat, what you can wear. He said, no, no, hang on. That's how the world does it. That's how, that's how people who are, who are fixated on living in, in the kingdom of the world, they chase after those things. But he said, my people, we're going to do it upside down. He says, I invite you to seek first the kingdom, seek first God, ask God first, then these things will be added to you. So friends, here's, here's the, the reality. God has great things for you this year. 
He has great things for your family, great things in your life. God has, I believe, a great harvest in this city. I believe that God's going to entrust us with, with the people in this city that don't know Jesus. And I think all of that is possible. All of that, he, he's, I, I have a hunger to see people come to know Christ. I want to see them know Jesus. But as a church, I don't ask the world, hey, how, how do I chase after you to get you? No, as a church, we ask Jesus, hey, Jesus, what do you want our church to be? What do you want us to focus on? Hey, you get the first decision. What do you want? And when we do that, then we get to see God do great things in us. So in your personal lives, there are great things that God has for you. And here's, here's the reality. The principle of the first fruits is what allows us to walk in the supernatural in our daily lives. It's what allows us to walk in the supernatural. So the apostle Paul, he was, Philippians 3, and this is what he says. So, jumping off of what Jesus said on seek first the kingdom, Paul then goes into this idea. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his suffering, becoming like him in his death, so that somehow attaining the resurrection from the dead. Now, look. Paul says this, not that I have already obtained all this. In other words, I have not arrived. I'm not Jesus status yet or have already arrived at my goal. But I press to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. Okay, so listen, there are things that God has for you that you have not yet taken hold of. Yes, Paul is speaking about heaven. He's speaking about arriving, speak about all, all that. Yes, I get it. But there are things also in your life that you have not taken hold of. And this principle of first fruits is how you're going to take a hold of it. But one thing I do, he says, forgetting what is behind, straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So there are, there are much, there is much ahead of you. Most of us live short-sighted lives because we don't get the principle of the first. We don't, we, don't, we don't think that God can do amazing things with us. But here's the reality. One of the reasons we haven't seen God do amazing things with us is because we haven't given him the first fruit offering of whatever that thing is. Whatever our, our life is, whatever our vocation is, whatever our finances are, whatever our business is, whatever our marriage is, whatever that is. There are things in our lives that we would say, yes, I take this to God first. But there are other things in our life that we go, mm, not those. And I believe that the realigning of our lives as the first fruits, that Jesus gets the first things in our lives, opens us up to receive all that he has for us, to receive his blessing, to receive the blessing of the whole house, to receive what he, what he has purchased for us. We, are, we, are, we have much that we have yet to obtain, as Paul speaks of. Most of us have had to just look, numb ourselves into our mediocre lives, but 
Why is our lives mediocre? Because we haven't given Jesus the first fruits. We haven't said, Lord, what do you want? Maybe we haven't even been aware that, that that's what God, that's how God wants to move in our lives. He wants us to say, God, I belong to you. God, my life belongs to you. God, my, my decisions in my life belong to you. And I often say when we, we take an offering, I often say, hey, listen, God doesn't bless what we don't put in his hands. Is it possible that there is something in our lives that we're not walking and receiving the blessing of God because we haven't actually given him a first fruit offering of it? Friends, this is, listen, we're facing 2023. And on the first day, the first Sunday, I think it, it, it's such a great opportunity for what is the Holy Spirit speaking to us, revealing to us right now? What do we need to align with him this year? What do we need to give him an offering that represents the whole? What do we need to surrender? What do we need to say, Lord, you can have it all. God, you can have everything in my life. What do we need to leave in 2022? What do we need to align in 2023? And God, this isn't, he's demanding it from, me, from you. He's given us an opportunity to, to align ourselves to receive the supernatural provision and release of God in our lives, in our minds, in our hearts. Just this morning, I was getting ready. I was anxious about, oh man, what's to come this year, two years, three years out. I don't know, my head was just going just crazy this morning. And, and what, I, what the Lord told me, he says, hey, Jason, you sure are holding on to everything like this. Why don't you do this? And I thought, oh yes. Yeah, this is, this is a problem for me, isn't it, God? This is a pattern in my life <laughs> of doing this instead of doing this. And this is how we, we, we feel comfortable, friends. No, I'll do this, I'll control this, I'll make sure this. I... But God's blessing flows through us when we do this. God's blessing flows through us when we say, I bring you my first fruit offering. What is God speaking to you today? How can you begin 2023 in a fresh new way? That God is wanting to demonstrate his faithfulness in your life. He's just waiting for you to align yourself with him and give him the first. Give him the first. In every area of your life, give him the first. Surrender it to him and that God would move in our lives in such a powerful way. Listen, I don't, I don't want I don't want another year like there was like last year. I want, I want God to do something greater. I want God to do something greater in your life. I want God to do something greater in our, in our church. I want God to do something greater in our city. And I believe that which we, we don't see the hand of God moving is because we still hold the reins of the first. We still hold the basket of the first. We still hold the, the sheaves of the first. We, we still have the lamb of the first. 
And God says, I want to bless you. Will you give me the first? And so friends, I don't know what that is for you today. But what I do know is that God is waiting to move in your life. He's waiting to bless what you give him in his hands. His character, his nature, it's not to harm you, it's to bless you. But as we, our step of faith is to align ourselves with him and say, Lord, I've aligned myself with you. Maybe you've never, maybe you've never asked God what you should do first. Maybe you've never given to God financially as a first fruit. Maybe you've never taken that step. Friends, God doesn't bless what we don't put in his hands. And that first represents the rest. And when the first becomes holy because it's in God's hands, when that first becomes blessed, guess what? The rest of that becomes blessed. So what is it? What is it today, friends, that, that God, would, God would reveal to you the first fruit offering that you need to make to the Lord? If we can, let's stand to our feet. If the worship team wants to come on back up. This, this is a big deal. It's a big deal for your life. It's a big deal for aligning yourself with God. A couple questions. Have you given God the first fruit of your decisions? Most of the time we make a decision and then we, then we ask God to bless the decision that we've made. Many times we're frustrated with God because we read in, the, in his word that, yeah, there's blessing here and I thought this was gonna happen. I thought, God, and we're mad at God because he's not doing what we think he should be doing when really we haven't done what he invited us to do first. What has God reveal, revealed to us that we need to take the step of first. It could be the first of a decision. It could be the first of your marriage. It could be the, the first of how you raise your family. God, you, you determine first, not me. Not how I was raised, but how you want me to raise a family. What is the first of the decision about where you go to college, what you do for work, what you do with your money, have we aligned ourselves? And I just believe that God wants to allow us to step into 2023 aligned with his purposes. As we bring to him our first fruits offering. And whatever that is today, the Holy Spirit can reveal it to us. I want us to take a few moments as we, as we set aside this first Sunday and I want us to set aside to surrender and to bring our first fruit offerings to the Lord from our hearts, from our minds and our worship. Friends, God delights in your first fruit offering because he delights in then blessing the rest. So if we can, 
We're gonna take a few moments in worship, but I, I just wanna invite you, press into God. Don't let this, this first day of the year slip by you that, that oh, I, I'll just, I, I'll do it on the third day. I'll do it on the fifth day. No, this is the first day of the year. And if we could take some time and just say, Lord, I, I, I'll give you my whole life. I'll give you everything. I'll do whatever you want. I'll align my life with everything that you want that your word says. So over the next few minutes, I just want to open up the altar. I'm going to pray in just a moment. Open up the altar. You can, right where you are, if you, however you want to do this, but I want you to press into God. I want you to have an opportunity to seek God, to lean into him, surrender your life, lay your life on the altar and say, God, this year's going to be different because I'm giving you the first of my life. Let's pray. Father, over these next few moments, as we come to the altar, as we seek you, as we surrender to you. Holy Spirit, we invite you to reveal to us the areas that we need to align our lives and give you the first, first decision. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's repentance that we bring to you. Maybe it's a release of, a, of bitterness Maybe our first fruit isn't even pretty, but God, we bring it to you. We maybe even bring you the first fruit of a broken heart. But God, we give you the first. You can have it all. And so Lord, over these next few moments on this first day, Holy Spirit, coming quick in our hearts and minds right now. Holy Spirit, I ask you that you would just allow all of the, uh, any spiritual apathy that we may have right now in this season of the holidays, right now, quicken our mortal bodies, quicken our minds, quicken our, our energy, quicken our attention, that we would focus on you and hear your voice and flow with you and press in and, and cross a new threshold of, of knowing you and finding you and aligning ourselves with you. Lord, I ask you today that every, every spirit of dullness right now, God, that is keeping us from hearing or sensing, I, I just take authority over you in the name of Jesus. Every demonic voice, every demonic scale that would be over our, our, our spiritual eyes right now, I rebuke you and take authority over you in the name of Jesus. That there would be a spirit of freedom that's released in this place right now. A spirit of freedom to hear your voice. A spirit of freedom to worship you. A spirit of freedom to surrender. And so Lord, right now, may your spirit of freedom begin to walk among us. Holy Spirit, come and look deep in our hearts. And as we surrender to you over these next few moments, this moment is yours. You are the first in this moment. You get the first of who we are. And so Lord, as we Come to the altar as we worship, as we press into you. Let this moment not pass by. We stand at spiritual attention and align ourselves with you. In Jesus' name.